Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, hoop heads. We all hate ankle sprains, and they happen way too often. Ankle injuries are the number one sports-related injury. Arise is trying to change that. With the iFast, your athletes get preventative protection and full mobility. Athletes no longer need to wear bulky braces that limit performance and give mediocre protection. Anyone playing sports should be using these products. Keep your athletes in the game. Don't wait for them to get hurt to take action. Visit www.arise.com. Spelled A-R-Y-S-E. And use the code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off the future of performance. That's A-R-Y-S-E dot com with promo code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off. What's up and welcome to the Hashtag Lakers Podcast, part of the Hoop Heads Podcast Network. I'm Yo Lagazzo. I'm joined by McKay Westbrook. And tonight we have a guest on the show, uh, Giovanni Lim, uh, who's been on the show with us before last year during the postseason. Uh, welcome to the show again, Gio. Hey, thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I mean, um, <laughs> uh, it's too bad we couldn't uh, uh, get you on the show when, you know, we, we have some good news about the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> hey hey you know uh it's always a pleasure to come on to the show i mean the last time that you guys had me on the show was uh right after i did that uh mvp debate debate with yeah. nba tv yeah and uh and that was uh That's right. yeah that episode aired on nba tv for a couple of weeks and on espn uh starting august 12th and um and it's so ironic and so sad that just a couple of days ago, Seiko Smith, which was on that episode with me, yeah, in that segment, just uh, passed away because of COVID. So it's I know. it's unbelievable that uh, yeah, yeah, it's rest in peace, you know, rest I mean, in peace, right? Man. Exactly. Yeah, super sad. There, you know, whenever we think of NBA basketball, a lot of times we think of the players, the coaches, um, and the teams themselves, but so many of these. Um, commentators and these reporters are such a big part of it that sometimes we kind of forget until exactly actually gone and then it kind of hits us how how uh, important they are to the sport of basketball yeah yeah Yeah, definitely I mean I mean that that segment I mean it was it was the first time I ever did anything like it right I mean when you guys invited me onto the show uh you you guys asked some questions about it and um it was a pretty cool segment it had Seiko Smith and Steve Nash debating about you know LeBron and Giannis and then you had myself against the uh, Bucks fan <laughs> and uh, I just remember yeah I just remember thinking like wow you know like Steve Nash was on there Seiko Smith like you know when when all of this COVID stuff uh dies down that'd be cool to maybe run into him one day and say hey you know I was on that one show one time yeah. and uh it's really unfortunate. Forty-eight years old, and uh, too yeah, young. It, it is. Yeah, too young. Too Way young. Too young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems like that's been kind of the thing this this last year is 
losing him way too young, Kobe and Kobe and him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people. Black Panther, yeah, Black Panther, oh, man, yeah. Man, I, I feel like we're we're just this show is just going to be a depressing show. <laughs> you know how we lost. This is the in remembrance episode. Exactly. I Definitely. Mean, um, but uh, you know, um, welcome to the show, Geo. <laughs> hey, thank you, thank you, guys. Glad to be on. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's let's get to it. You know, we we just had these you know back to back games right against the Sixers uh, yesterday and the Pistons today tonight. Um, so we'll talk about them um, later on. We'll preview the upcoming Celtics matchup this Saturday before having a discussion on how we're feeling, you know, about the, this Lakers squad in terms of, you know, where they're going to end up on the conference table at the end of the day. Um, so, you know, let's, let's take a step back. Let's talk about these, these back-to-back games. And, and uh, you know, I know how we're all feeling right now about them, but uh, let me know what you, you guys thought of them. Oh, you know, back-to-back games, uh, it's always a tough thing to have on the schedule. I mean, um, Mike Trudell had an article out that talked about the back-to-back games and the schedules and how the NBA was trying to limit uh, these back-to-back games for the players and injury purposes and things like that. And um, he did mention in his article that uh, last year, Lakers had 12 back-to-back games just Mm -hmm. under the uh, league average of what, 12.7 and compared to 2015, 2016, Lakers had 18 back-to-back games. So as of tonight, after that Detroit game, uh, they just completed their fourth out of their fifth scheduled back-to-back game in the first half of the season. They're on mm-hmm. pace uh, t- to be at the lowest uh, back-to-back you know, uh, schedule since 2008. So, uh, yeah, I mean, they, they, they do terrible in back-to-back games, at least the, the back end of it. <laughs> historically yeah it and uh that definitely showed in these last two games and uh, i i think the most disappointing thing in these losses is that they were absolutely winnable games um the 76ers game was an absolute heartbreak you know caruso got mismatched onto tobias harris um he had he contested the shot very well but at, at the end of the day, he I think he's just too small to guard him. And um, he hit the shot and, and they ran away with the game. And um, I think because it was such a hard-fought game, um, going into this game against the, or, uh, the Pistons, we, we didn't have as much gas in the tank. Um, Anthony Davis had to sit out. And, um, you know, we, we were hanging in right there with Detroit until uh, just about m- midway through the, the fourth quarter. And then, and then it all slipped. And, uh, but, you know, we were, we were right there with them. And I, I felt like both of these games were absolutely winnable. And um, it just sucks because uh, it brings our record to 14 and six and, Mm-hmm. drops us into a third behind both the jazz and the clippers yeah i feel like i feel like um 
they were both deserved losses, right? And, and I completely agree with you, uh, you know, how you're disappointed because they, they were winnable games. Um, I just felt like in both um, games, we kind of just played lackadaisical and, and we lacked a lot of energy and uh, we obviously couldn't shoot. Our shot selections were bad. Um, at least, you know, in the during the 76ers game, you know, there was some really great stuff in the fourth quarter where we came back after really three bad defensive quarters. Um, and it didn't help that, you know, for, like, like I said, like we, we don't, we didn't have energy and we couldn't shoot and it was a one point game. And like you said, McKay was, it was a really good shot by Tobias Harris just fell short of the win. Um, you know, with that game, I think there was, there was a lot the Lakers could learn from. Um, I was actually very proud of our team during that game for, for picking it up on in the fourth quarter that uh, I, th- I think it was Harrison Fagan who, who put this out there, but uh, that Lakers closing lineup in the fourth quarter during the 76ers game was AD, Braun, KCP, Caruso, and, and Schroeder. Uh, they had an offensive rating of 214 and a defensive rating of 100, um, a net rating of 114. I mean, we were just killing it, just fell short in, in that game. Uh, with this game against the Pistons, just like you said, we ran out of gas and we just didn't have it. We gave up. It was trash performance. There was no heart, no hustle, bad shot selection, missing shots like badly and, and just bad passes. Um, and Frank Vogel had actually pointed this out in post game just, uh, you know, just a few minutes ago, you know, there was a clear lack of rhythm, uh, especially in the second half. Um, said the defense wasn't there. It, uh, and, you know, but he's not going to overreact to this game. Um, you know, he said, we'll be fine. You have nights like this in the long season. We'll bounce back. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, these games are going to happen for the Lakers. Uh, James Worthy just uh, mentioned after the game that, no matter what team the Lakers are going to face this season, uh, for example, Detroit, they had only four W's <laughs> coming into tonight's game. Uh, they're a little bit better than the Wizards with three <laughs> W's, right? And every game that the Lakers will play, no matter how horrible the team is that they're facing, it's show and tell for that team. They're going to show up. They're going to give it their all. Mm-hmm. They're going to they're going to try to embarrass the Lakers if they can, and they will. Mm-hmm. And um, those games are going to happen for us. And I, 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 I saw that uh, for this game, Wayne Ellington, right? Former Laker. And then yep. also uh, Danny Green, uh, former Lakers, right? Uh, it seemed like they practiced their three-point shots. Shooting uh, lights before. out. <laughs> yes they're like we're playing the lakers uh let's practice these threes and uh let's show up during that game you know revenge I mean, mode geez wayne ellington six for nine threes right gosh i mean the 76ers uh danny green he, he was four for nine compare that to the lakers lakers during that 76ers game i i mean they might have been paying tribute to kobe or something but they went eight for 24 and, and danny <laughs> green got four for nine so 
yeah, you know, these guys Gosh. show up when the Lakers are in town. Yeah, that hey, that that's the wrong way to pay tribute to to Kobe Bryant. I'll tell you what, <laughs> I agree. <laughs> yeah, you know, there there are much better ways to uh, pay tribute to Kobe Bryant. But hey, even though we we came up with losses in this, there I feel like there was um, some silver lining, some bright spots in there. Sure, um, mm-hmm. you know LeBron James obviously always comes out and performs. Um, and it seemed like in that 76ers game that uh, I, I feel like Anthony Davis is starting to get the feel of things again. You know, he's starting to come around and, and become him old, his old self a little bit. Um, I would still like to see him be, you know, a double, double machine every night with 24 points and 10 rebounds and, and a couple of blocks, but um, I feel like he's getting there. Um Montrez had had a tough time on uh, against the Sixers. Um, yeah, he did. He he didn't score at all. Um, yeah. He he picked it up a little bit, a little bit more tonight. Um, it was frustrating. Mm-hmm. There were some some missed shots, unfortunately, um, that that shouldn't have been missed. Some really easy putbacks and some uh, layups. But you know, I I always appreciate um, the Caruso hustle. He's always out there. I I think yep. he provides a big spark and um it, yep. it was great to see some life in kuzma mm-hmm. um i yes. i feel like he likes to step up to the plate when anthony davis um isn't playing you know he he sees his opportunity to come in and be a contributor and he does it mm-hmm. um and and it's great to to see that he's still got it in him you know yep. sometimes it feels like he's given up a little bit on becoming that that third leading scorer on the team and he just kind of reverts to a role player but um i i really liked his level of play tonight as well as tht i i think i love that that guy continues to battle it out and and work for those minutes and he earns every one of them and i i feel yep. like he's he's earned more yeah mama kuz was in was in the crowd tonight she was know? so yeah kuzma had to show up <laughs> Yeah, and he's yep. been doing great. Yeah, so for sure. And uh, THT, man, awesome numbers. I mean, he was doing great. Perfect from the three-point line, five out of seven field goals. Mm-hmm. I wish they played him 30 minutes tonight, honestly. Yeah. It, it's incredible how efficient he can be. Uh, yeah, dude. Mm-hmm. I. It, it feels like nearly every game you take a look at um, his minutes on the court and points scored, and they're they're nearly identical. Yeah, dude. No, I love I love everything that THT does. I hope he gets more minutes. Obviously, it's hard with such a deep bench, right? Um, and then, you know, you have to balance that out, especially with having Caruso out there as well. Um, I mean, we'll see. I mean, I, I, I uh, you know, we're going to talk about this in the next segment. Uh, our next matchup is the Celtics, but I hope we're going to bounce back. And, and I hope we do in a big way. Um, or at least just get this win <laughs> against the Celtics. But um, let, let's go ahead and, and take a break here, guys. And when we come back, we'll, we'll preview that Celtics matchup uh, a little bit more in, uh, in depth. So stay tuned, guys, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Hey, Hoopheads, we appreciate you listening to this episode of Hashtag Lakers. 
Be sure to check out these other NBA pods on the Hoopheads Podcast Network, including Cavalier Central, Risen Grind, Nuck If You Buck, 305 Culture, and Blazing the Path. Also, don't miss our coaching-focused podcasts, Thrive with Trevor Huffman, Beyond the Ball, the CoachMaze.com podcast, Players Court, and Bleachers and Boards. Oh, and don't forget to check out our flagship, the Hoopheads podcast, hosted by me, Mike Cleansing, and my co-host, Jason Sunkel, featuring the best minds in the game, from grassroots to the NBA. Hey guys, this is McKay with the Hashtag Laker Podcast. I wanted to talk to you about Jersey Bird, your number one custom jersey shop. They've got high-quality, low-priced jerseys for you, your family, and friends. The folks at Jersey Bird are really dedicated to bringing you the very best jerseys, with a focus on dependability, durability, and customer satisfaction. They've even got custom Kobe and LeBron high school jerseys for you to enjoy. So don't show up to your buddy's watch party looking like a bum. Hop on jerseybirdofficial.com, take a look at their selection, and use promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order. Again, that's promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order at jerseybirdofficial.com. Welcome back to the Hashtag Lakers podcast. I'm here with McKay and Gio. And on this segment, we are going to preview the Celtics matchup um, this this Saturday. Um, so, you know, heading into the matchup, guys, how do you think this game will go for the Lakers? Uh, well, you can't lose three straight. You can't. Oh, my God. Definitely not. No. No. And uh, it's, it's the Celtics, um, especially being, you know, we've been talking about Kobe tributes. If we want to uh, attribute to Kobe and attribute to the Lakers, especially attribute to the Lakers, I think we got to go out and beat the Celtics. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. The 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 Celtics uh, for sure. Tatum's going to be uh, mm-hmm. out and about, showing up. I mean, we're we rank pretty much the same with the Celtics as, as far as statistics wise. So uh, the fact that we've come off of these two losses. Yeah, I think that's a big motivating factor for the Lakers not to lose a third one. Cannot lose a third one. Dude, it, especially because Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are averaging, what, 26, 27, ga- 27 points a game. Kemba Walker's come back, um, and he's doing better. He's averaging 17 points. Uh, and then and then we got Marcus Smart, who's always out there, you know, messing with us. Um, so. You know, I think, you know, Jalen Brown's, again, having a breakout year for Boston. Um, He's having career best right now, uh, averages across, like, pretty much across the board with him. It's kind of crazy. He's in the MVP discussion, in fact. Um, And and you know what? Um, Despite having their, like, their share of of these, you know, COVID-related difficulties, like, I think there was a few games that were postponed just this month, right, Uh, just because of Jason Tatum. Um, and then spreading across their their uh, their uh, locker room, um, it's it's crazy. I mean, even despite all of that, and despite Kemba Walker, you know, returning from that offseason injury, Boston still uh, is in pace. He's they're still number two in the East, I think. Um, so I think it's going to be a tough matchup. 
obviously it's Boston. They're always going to look to, to destroy us, especially when they're home. Right. Um, so, uh, you know, I just hope that the, the Lakers are ready. I hope AD is healthy enough, right? We have a f- couple, couple nights here to, to, well, tonight, tomorrow, and, and then, and, uh, you know, Saturday morning <laughs> to, to get AD back into shape. And hopefully that right, uh, was knee contusion is going to feel a lot better come Saturday night. Yeah. I, I think, uh, our win could very well be contingent on, on his return. Um, you know, I wouldn't have expected Jalen Brown to step up to superstar status like he has. He's he's been incredible. He's he's blown me away. Um, and I I think it's going to be a very competitive matchup. Um, the Celtics are also coming off of a loss to the Spurs, so they're going to be out there to um, flip the tables and and take home a win at all. It's I think it's going to come down to who is more hungry yeah it's it's a nationally televised game it's on abc it's at 5 30 uh it's not too late it's not too early it's just the perfect time and uh yeah boston wants to go after the lakers head uh ad has to come out all the lakers need to figure out what happened these last two games so that they could one play better defense and number two keep those turnovers at a minimum that's Mm -hmm. the only way we could beat boston in boston on saturday yep i think i think we need to i mean i think it's always going to be fun to play the rivals um right unless we're we're getting blown out by them (laughs) like they bounced on us last year right and it was a tough rough rough uh road Right, we were on the our like in the middle of our road stretch, right? Um, yeah. And Jalen Brown even had that. Was it Jalen Brown that had that dunk on 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 LeBron last year? Uh, oh. And Boston fans were all over, you know, all <laughs> that. Jeez, um, we had, you know, you know they they can't seem to to counter back when you post LeBron and AD celebrating the seventeenth championship for the Lakers. So, whatever. <laughs> yeah, the, the, these last losses have 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 uh, brought back PTSD for me, man. I, I'm I'm kind of uh, uh, stressed out because uh, when the Lakers lost against 76ers last year, look what happened the next day, right? With Kobe, and then uh, that Detroit loss tonight. We just missed so many layups. Mm-hmm. It, it reminded me of the uh, Detroit Pistons Lakers finals matchup. Like we could not make any Don't shots. Don't talk about right? that. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm getting PTSD. And then now we're coming into Boston. Yeah. Jeez. You know, can't lose to Boston. Hey, the thing that I know, though, about the Lakers is they know how to flip that switch when they need it. Um, we've yep. talked in the past on the pod about playing down to these inferior teams, um, but that we are also up to the challenge for uh, the best teams in the league. Um, I, I feel like we should have uh, beaten the Sixers. We were definitely capable of doing so if we had been playing um, to our full abilities. Uh, I believe the same is true against the Celtics. Yep. Um, regardless of, of our current standing, the Lakers are the returning champs, and I feel like we're still the best team in the league. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. 
Um, all right, guys. I think that was a good discussion. Let's let's take our our last break here. Um, and you know what? When we you come back, we're we're gonna have a discussion on how we're we're all feeling about the Lakers in terms of, you know, wh- where they're gonna end up in the Western Conference standings. I know we had some predictions earlier on the season, but let's see if any of those if that changed uh, so far. So uh, stay tuned, guys, and we'll talk to you guys in a minute. Hey guys, let me tell you about these delicious protein bars. They're called Built Bars. Ever heard of them? The typical protein bar is dense, gritty, and difficult to chew. Not Built Bar though. The texture is light and fluffy, and it's covered in perfectly tempered, 100% pure dark chocolate. With each bite you take, you will think you are cheating on your diet, indulging on a chocolate dessert. We think you'll agree. There isn't a more delicious way to get your protein. Built Bar is the favorite protein bar of many fitness trainers and fitness enthusiasts alike. My personal favorite is the cookies and cream. It's like eating a candy bar. So what are you waiting for? Head on over to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LakerPod to get 10% off your order. That's promo code LakerPod to get 10% off your order at BuiltBar.com. Welcome back to the Hashtag Lakers podcast. I'm here with McKay and Gio. And on this segment of the show, this last segment, we're going to have a, a discussion on how we are feeling right now about the Lakers in terms of where we think we'll see them ending up in the Western Conference standings uh, now that we've seen about like what a month of play uh, from them. Uh, and we've, I know we've talked about it before. We've had a discussion about it before. And, and, and I think most of us said that we're, they're going to be first in the league, right? Um, while there were some on Twitter that were, were saying that we'd probably be mid-table or something like that just because of what's going on um, with the shortens offseason and Lakers typically, when you win a championship, typically they don't try as hard during the regular season because they know how to flip the switch. But let's let's talk about that. What, what do you guys think? Based on these games that we played so far, are the Lakers going to be number one in the West? Second, third, middle, eighth? What do you guys think? Well, I think they shouldn't be number one. I know it sounds crazy, but with the way we've been playing on the road, minus these last two games, uh, I think the Lakers should be like in the top four and make sure that we're all healthy and we get our bench players a lot of playing time and a lot of our starters uh, getting the rest that they need. And then come playoff time, hey, who could beat us in a seven-game series? And uh, whether we're on the road or at home, preferably maybe on the road with the way we're playing, uh, we, we that might be the perfect uh, game plan to go into the playoffs. Yeah, and, you know, I've, I'm not particularly uh, concerned exactly where the Lakers end up I I agree with your sentiment that we'll probably be top four in the league I wouldn't be surprised if we grab the the number one seed again this year um but anybody outside of uh 
the top four in the in the West has been playing pretty inconsistently. Um, the Lakers held the number one spot in the league for the majority of this season until the last two games. But, you know, we're going to run into nights like that. We're going to have uh, little pieces of the season that, that are little dead spots and every team has them, you know, they're uh, the jazz have had an incredible run, but mm-hmm. um, I don't foresee that lasting, you know, forever. It's uh, it'll come the time when, when they'll have dry spells and have their hiccups as well. And I think everything will end up averaging out. And um, I, I expect the Lakers to, to most likely take that top seed in the West. Yeah, I, I have my doubts about that. Um, maybe we will, you know, if, if we're being optimistic, but, you know, sometimes I, I like to be pessimistic. So I, I'm glad you mentioned the Jazz because I was talking to, to a friend today. I'm, I'm in Utah right now, and <laughs> the Jazz are number one in the West right now. And so, you know, um, he was pretty glad about about that (laughs) uh i don't want to argue with him uh just because you know we we just lost this game and so you know i don't really have anything to talk about right now um but uh you know i have my doubts about the lakers ending up at number one and i'm I'm okay with that because um you know my doubts be uh you know i i don't know if, if we'll get to the number one spot if anthony davis is is not um playing where I guess these are our expectations of him, right? And, you know, he's not being that as dominant as, as he usually is, like he was in the postseason. Um, but that's okay, because maybe he's saving himself for that postseason run. And uh, McKay, you pointed this out on the last pod. Maybe he's being overextended on, on the work that he has to do on the defensive end to help to be like that health def- defender for, for Gasol and Trez. Uh, more than he had to do when, last year with JaVale and Dwight. I mean, I think that was your comment last last pod, McKay. Right. Um, number two, um, I think just the combination of how much more competitive the teams are around the league this, this year, plus the shortened offseason, uh, which left LeBron and AD like 72 days to rest their bodies before the season started up again. And uh, number three, I think there's still a lot – lots to figure out in terms of uh our defense uh, which is our strong suit or should be our strong suit um but i know that uh we're going to get to that point um come playoff time and and um we are going to be an unstoppable defensive force uh in that in that time um but yeah i think when it's all said and, and done i think you know, if, if the Lakers get through, you know, second, third, fourth, I'm fine with that. I think the Lakers approach, um, if the Lakers approach each game with, with purpose, even if they lose, um, I don't know if today was played with purpose, but just to get better each game, right? Um, I'm fine where we end up regardless uh, of the seating. Yeah, and I, I agree with that. Um, I think I should probably... Um maybe reword the the way that um, I predicted where we'll end up. I think the Lakers have the ability, once again, to be the number one seed 
in the West, depending on, um, yeah, you know, there's always these coaches' decisions. Um, players got to listen to their bodies. Uh, we're still figuring things out with the team, just like you said, Yoa. And I think, um, depending on a lot of these factors, I think we'll probably make some decisions uh, that might end up to might end in more losses, but um, will result in players being either healthier or um, getting other people more playing time and, and being more playoff ready. Um, so the, the only reason I would, I could see us potentially dropping out of the, the top seed is if that happens, if um, there's that focus on, on that, playoff run over you know our win rate in in the regular season yeah i i agree with you there mckay because how many teams have we seen end up with the number one seed but then they get bounced out of the playoffs just because they exerted so much energy and effort throughout the season and they basically showed the whole league what their game plan was and by the time they got to the playoffs when their plan A wouldn't work, uh, they didn't have a solid plan B and their chemistry issues uh, caused them to lose a seven game series. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yep, <laughs> exactly. Yep. <laughs> Fear exactly. the deer. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I'm okay with the Lakers uh, just trying to tinker and figure things out and uh, have yep. plenty of options come playoff time. Yeah, I think I think this is the same approach that Vogel used last season. It was uh, kind of funny that uh, uh, we got number one seed last year, just because all season long we were just trying to figure out what works and what doesn't, and we ended up with the number one seed. He's not <laughs> optimizing minutes, right? Caruso's not getting his the minutes that he's de- he deserves, uh, or he's optimizing the matchups right now. He's just trying to see what works right now. And, and it's, it's all by design, right? All by design because the, uh, the, for the Lakers squad, our eyes are on a much larger goal, right? We're trying to get number 18. All right. So um, I think that was a good discussion. Let, let's go ahead and talk about our next topic here before we end the pod. So uh, as you know, guys, um all-star voting started today did you guys get your votes in i did yeah okay i i have not yet but i will shortly so so all right geo so you said you did was caruso in there oh definitely <laughs> yeah <laughs> i voted for all lakers uh present and 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 uh former lakers players <laughs> nice so. nice that's how that's the way to go that's right um or future ones like luca Ooh, yeah (laughs) (laughs) them high hopes (laughs) (laughs) oh man i just like to mention caruso though because remember how last year laker nation just voted for him i think he was like top four at the end of it Uh, obviously the league didn't want to have any of that and so he wasn't he wasn't voted in or he didn't play. But uh, um, I, I I'm hoping something happens like that for Caruso this year or THT. Maybe not THT yet. You I don't mean, think he's so? Good, but like 
I mean, I, I like his game a lot, but uh, I feel like as you know, because it's mo- mostly like a popularity vote at this point. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think. Uh, yeah, yeah, Caruso has definitely the backing of uh, <laughs> a lot of these Laker fans. Oh yeah, for sure. And uh, I mean, as, as much as I love to to vote for for all Lakers, um, I I hate when certain players get get snubbed out of an all-star vote just because you know i mean i mean this is this might be kind of controversial but when um draymond green was voted an all-star i mean i understand he was an integral part of their team not an all-star and he was a great (laughs) defensive player yeah but I mean, it's like, <laughs> Sorry, I just had to. <laughs> hey, that's it, it, is what it, is. it is. what it is. You know, I mean, I I think there's some uh, some things that are done in the league that are a little bit questionable. Paying Rudy Gobert like the biggest contract in the league, almost. Um, voting Draymond as as an All Star. Uh, it it's sad because it leaves people like uh, Devin Booker. You know what an incredible mm-hmm. and for whatever reason, I don't know why, but in the past underrated um, guard and he only made uh, the all-star team or yeah, because, because of an injury. Yeah. Um, like how ridiculous is that? Mm-hmm. He's incredible. Um, and so I, I kind of hate when, when people get, snubbed out of something that they've rightfully mm-hmm. um earned and sure. um obviously lebron and and ad um not because i'm a laker fan but because i'm a basketball fan are absolutely all-stars yeah i mean i you know i was just half joking about cruz i know he's never going to play on an all-star game but it's just funny that last year that happened. Um, obviously, I agree with you with AD and LeBron. Um, I'm curious to see what happens this year because there's a few, there are a few moving parts, right? We got Harden in the East, so you know who's going to take his spot in the West. Um, ah. So maybe, maybe we will see Devin Booker um, this year. Um, that would be pretty cool. Um, all right, guys, I think that does it for today. Uh, Gio, thanks for for hopping on the show today. Hey, thank you for having me, guys. Always a pleasure. Yeah, and and guys, you know, make sure you guys uh, go on YouTube, look up uh, the uh, this commercial that Gio's in. Gio, do you want to talk a little bit about that before we end this pod? Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. Thanks, guys. Um, you know what? Uh, during games, uh, it doesn't have to be always be a a, a Lakers game, but uh, they have these uh, snippets of uh, fans that talk about you know where else can so-and-so happen, you know, where else but the NBA. And uh, I I have a segment or I have a little part where uh, I'm representing the Lakers. So uh, uh, if you see that commercial playing during any type of game that you're watching out there, uh, maybe, maybe the Saturday against the Celtics, the nationally televised game, um, you might see me say something like, where else can a king wear four crowns? I mean, maybe I should prep myself to say, where else can Dang. a king wear five crowns, right? Yep. I mean, <laughs> that's me, guys. That's me. 
going to have to make a new commercial after this year. Exactly. <laughs> I would love to. <laughs> All right, guys. That's that's Geo for us tonight. Um, guys, make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at hashtag LakerPod. Um, subscribe and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcast. And follow us wherever else you listen to your podcast. We would appreciate the follow and the reviews. It'll help us continue to produce this show. We're also on Instagram at Lakers Daily Scoop. Guys, with that said, have a great day. Root for the Lakers, and we'll talk to you guys next time. This game's in the Admiral refrigerator. The door is closed. The lights out. Butter's getting hard. The eggs are cooling, and the jello is jiggling. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.